Hi everyone, welcome to Communication and Conflict, promoting mindful communication, growth through conflict. And this is also a podcast under the name Chaos, which can be found on Apple Podcasts and uh, Anchor.fm and various other platforms where you can uh, hear podcasts. Um, So today I want to look at quite a... um, a kind of an archetypal I suppose you could say journey that can often happen in difficult relationships or relationships which are struggling or proving to be challenging and maybe moving towards um, relationship breakdown or or simply um, going separate ways uh, and I want to look at the kind of things that come into that kind of dynamic and and I'm putting it under this title uh, it's not you, it's me. No, actually it is you. And, But really it just is. And I want to go through those kind of three stages that often happen or often in fact it doesn't reach that third stage and uh, breakups occur or difficulties occur which can be quite um, um, challenging for people involved. So I want to look at um, what often seems to underlie the reason why it follows that journey Uh, and as I say sometimes doesn't get to that third stage um, of perhaps greater acceptance of simply difference in situations Um, and uh, and look at why it, 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 it actually manifests in, in various different contexts. It's usually related to kind of personal relationships, that kind of journey. It's not you, it's me. Um, and then often it does become, no, actually it is you. Uh, um, but it's actually very uh, common in, in workplace relationship breakdowns as well. And I'm, I was actually inspired to do this uh, video and podcast based on a discussion I had recently with someone about a workplace difficulty um, and it reminded me how common it can be that in the early stages of a workplace difficulty uh, we can often um, start by thinking well what am I doing wrong uh, uh, maybe it's me maybe I'm missing something uh, maybe this is a situation that's down to me and I'm not doing my job properly or maybe I'm not as competent as I thought I was or maybe I'm losing competence at the job that I've been doing for the last 15 years etc etc so it does start with that it's not you it's me kind of basis um, and I think the thing that I really want to um, explore here or highlight is how often in any kind of difficult situation we're we're looking to allocate cause and blame um, and how that very uh, impulse to do that um, is is in itself one of the underlying reasons why conflicts uh, first of all don't get responded to effectively um, and they risk then escalating um, but then they lead to a kind of a journey of different emotions so quite often uh, when people say it's not you it's me <clears throat> they're they're looking at themselves and thinking well what am I doing wrong uh, what's my incapacity here what's my failing what's my flaw 
what's my um, um, challenge that I'm not managing to meet um, and then as they kind of continue to struggle with that allocation of cause um, they then perhaps start to think well actually the times when I'm finding, finding a difficulty is when the other person does something does a particular thing whatever that is whether it's that they're they're in a personal relationship um, and uh, they realize that the times when things are feeling difficult for them it's because their partner is doing something that they they find challenging and they have uncomfortable feelings as a consequence or it's in a workplace situation where perhaps a colleague or a boss uh, they realize that they feel those difficult feelings or they have those challenges when the boss or the colleague does something in particular and so then it starts to switch from being it's not you it's it's me to um no actually it is you it's you uh, and and so it switches and and sometimes when people have been through a lot of kind of soul searching and um perhaps self uh, even sometimes kind of self-loathing or kind of challenge about the fact that there's something they're finding difficult and they're thinking it must be about themselves. Sometimes when they do start to kind of switch and say, no, it's about the other person, they they feel so much resentment because they've kind of been beating themselves up for so long about the problem. Uh, and then they start to decide that actually it's not them, it's the other person. No, actually, it is you. It's you that's the problem. Um, that then they actually have a lot of resentment about it and a lot of anger. And um, and they perhaps even feel like they've been manipulated over this difficulty that they're having. When actually the other person's just, you know, doing their daily thing, not having any plans to manipulate or control or upset the person. But the perception from the person who's feeling the difficulty is to first of all look to blame themselves or find cause of the difficulty in themselves. And then after a while when they kind of can't work out where that's coming from and they realise that actually it's when the other person does a particular thing that they feel that way, um, they then start saying the blame and the cause is in the other person. Um, and and it's it's based on this kind of uh, view that we can often default to, which says someone's got to be to blame, someone's got to be the cause of this problem, um, and so if there's a difficulty, it's got to be that someone's in the wrong, and somebody else is suffering as a consequence of it, and and when people have gone through this kind of initial phase of saying it's not you, it's me. Um, and then they kind of uh, decide that actually, no, they're not doing anything wrong. So if someone's got to be wrong, if it's not me, then it's got to be you, that you're doing something wrong. Um, and so then, as I say, sometimes when people have spent a period feeling very upset, very bewildered, very frustrated, very lost about the fact that a difficult situation or a difficult experience keeps arising, and then actually they decide, no, it's not me, it's you. Then there's a lot of um, really challenging feelings come up about the kind of punishment that the person has imposed on themselves for all that time. And then they suddenly decide, well, I, I didn't need to be that punished. I didn't need to feel that bad. So it's all your fault uh, when I, because really the, the problem is you. Um, 
and that kind of journey plays out in a lot of difficult situations as I say whether it's in a relationship um, where something has changed in in how things are between two people which inevitably happens because life doesn't follow a kind of a mechanistic journey uh, things happen in people's lives things happen in people's views of the world things happen in people's feelings and so there's always constant constant change and fluctuation in how we have a relationship with another person and how we feel about it and how we perceive it um, and so if something starts to happen where there's there's a feeling of discomfort for whatever reason because of suddenly the partner does something different um, or because we're doing something different or we're not getting the response that we hope for from our partner and as I say that can be just as true in a workplace relationship as well that that we're doing something in a particular way or a certain change has happened in our role or how we're carrying things out or our duties have changed or our, um, our method of going about something's changed all sorts of things can change in either of those contexts whether it's personal or workplace relationship and as a consequence we might feel some kind of level of discomfort over it maybe just because it's new and and things are different but if we have those difficult feelings and then we think oh it must be me uh, because perhaps we're not fully confident in what we're doing um, or or how we're dealing with something and we carry alongside that that need to allocate cause to those difficult feelings as being either in me or in you as if it's not actually a created interaction that we both create together as if we're both part of it um, and as I say we look to 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 identify cause then we can suddenly uh, switch and say no actually it's you you're the cause of my discomfort you're the cause of my difficulty um, and it doesn't mean to say that the other person isn't doing something that, that we find difficult. Um, but it may not be that they're doing actually anything wrong. They just do things differently. Um, and, and as a consequence, we want to kind of try to locate a cause for our difficult feeling over things. And so we say, it's you. You're the problem. Um, and if that then sort of comes out in things... Um, then it leads to a difficult situation and sometimes people can think that that must mean it's uh, it's a broken relationship uh, it's the end of the relationship um, uh, it's uh, there's there's a difficulty which is beyond repair um, because we then respond to it by saying well you've got to change back or you've got to change, if not change back, you've got to stop being the cause of my discomfort in this situation. Um, and so it becomes a blame game. It becomes what I've called elsewhere a competitive response to conflict. So in a sense, in some ways, you could say that the it's not you, it's me aspect of things if we think we've got to allocate cause somewhere but we're not saying it's somebody else's fault that's a bit more like the avoidance approach to conflict which I've also talked about elsewhere and I'll put links to um, is one ineffective way of dealing with a difficult situation because we're not we're not actually dealing with the issue we're dealing with 
we're we're seeing the problem as being in the other person or in ourselves in some way um but then if we switch to no actually it is you then that's starting to be the competitive approach to conflict where i'm right and you're wrong uh and again what we're doing then is we're making it a personal issue about you and about me as opposed to looking at the situation itself um and so very often people don't when it's become uh, a difficult broken relationship they don't come to the place of recognizing that it's not about me specifically or about you specifically and we can't locate it in either of us it's about the interaction and the context within which we are creating our relationship and our communication uh, and so really it just is that's just the way things are and it may mean that we choose to go different ways but we can do it without it being about feeling that we just have to escape the negativity and the res and the destructiveness of the other person we might just realize okay that's the way you do things this is the way i do things it's not right for me so it's time to move on but sometimes it doesn't even need for there to be a moving on it can be simply a recognition that on a temporary basis there's a difficulty that exists in my feelings about a particular situation um, and I can look at well, what do I need what do I want for myself how can I go about creating uh, a different way forward for myself which isn't looking to blame either me or blame you um, that can allow me to kind of stand back and look at just how things have gone how things are what's happening in my situation um, and can allow me to come to terms with it and create something different and that may mean moving on to a different place away from the person uh, that I'm presently risking allocating blame to or it might just mean that I just create a different situation for myself in the situation I'm already in in the relationship I'm already in um, and I've not had to base that change on blaming anyone um, so when I can get to that place where I, I accept that really it just is um, I don't even have to have any kind of legacy from changes that I make that say I'm having to change because of you or I'm having to change because of something wrong with me uh, it's just an acceptance that change happens um, and that that's actually one of the opportunities that conflict or difficulties offer us to be able to create something new for ourselves but if we get distracted into blaming either ourselves or somebody else then actually it doesn't provide it, it it distracts from that kind of creative opportunity that we have um and and i've kind of also quoted on the video and so i'll read it out for those people who are listening to the podcast um a phrase that lao Tzu uses in the Tao Te ching in chapter eight and he says no fight no blame so if we don't have to fight over a change of situations we don't have to fight over things then we don't have to then blame people for what's happened um, and uh, I haven't written this one up but uh, another one that uh, I've heard said before um, uh, 
by uh, somebody who I suppose could be described as a kind of spiritual teacher and some of you may have heard of him um, and probably other spiritual teachers have said this as well but the one I heard say it is a guy called Muji M-O-O-J-I and he said that things don't happen to us they just happen and in many situations we could look at the fact that things have just happened but we've perceived it as being something being done to us as if it was deliberate and malicious um, and in the journey of it's not you it's me and then a belief that no actually it is you people can often come through that's those two stages and think that actually really that person was being nasty to me all the time and I thought it was me and actually they were being very manipulative um, uh, and they made me think it was all my fault when actually it wasn't it was all their fault and actually at the end of the day the person hasn't done any of that they've just done their thing on a daily basis um, but because we felt we've got to kind of initially take the blame for something and then we've realized that actually the other person's uh, actions or words have an influence on how we feel about that thing we've then started saying well actually no they did it it's all their fault well actually it's no one's fault it's just the way things have gone just things that have changed things that have happened um, and we've looked to try to focus on allocating blame rather than simply noticing a difficult situation has arisen and lo looking at well what can I do given that I find this situation to be difficult what can I do for me rather than focus on trying to blame someone else for it um, now again as I say sometimes sometimes people might hear these things and say oh it's all too wishy-washy woo-woo touchy-feely etc you know, I'm not saying that if someone's broken a law or broken a, a conduct expectation and it's all officially outlined, we've got every right to challenge things on that basis. But most unresolved conflict is over things that are not defined in law. They're not defined by guidelines. They're just how we perceive and interact with another person or other persons. Um, and we're never going to get anybody else to agree with us that that other person's in the wrong. Well, we might get friends to who kind of, you know, perhaps will always say what we they think we want to hear. But we won't get anybody official to accept that the other person's done anything wrong unless it really is an official thing, which, again, I've talked about a lot around the ideas of bullying and harassment. Um, but in a lot of relationship conflicts, no one's done anything wrong. Um, it's just different. It's just we've seen things and done things differently and people change. And what our partner might have been like two years ago, they might have changed in a certain way such that they're not like that now. So is it that we have to say they're wrong? Um, they shouldn't have changed. Or can we look at, well, okay, they've changed or something's changed in our relationship. What do I need to do for myself to accommodate that? Because it is, that is how things are. That's the reality of it. But really, it just is. 
so what can I do to support myself with the fact that that changes um, as seems to happen uh, and of course it will always be that there's a change in both of us but we may only be noticing what we think is a change in the other person uh, because everything's moving all the time our own my own life will change such that I will act differently that might mean that how I see my partner's behavior looks different from where I am now my own actions if they've changed might have led to my partner changing in how they respond to me but I might only notice their changes rather than acknowledge that perhaps their change has occurred to, to something that I've done so it's like a dance that moves all the time but if we think we're fixed and the other person whether it's our work colleague or our partner has changed and it's in a way that we're struggling with we're finding uncomfortable then it's like we're looking to allocate blame rather than return to the dance of movement in how we're going to adjust life to fit with those continuously changing circumstances and relationships so it's not you it's me no actually it is you but really it just is it just is things change can we look at what's changed acknowledge that I'm as much a part of what's changed as anybody else is and if I'm finding it difficult can I look at what I can do to support myself with the fact that I find it difficult um, because there will always be ways that I can support myself if I'm finding it difficult but if my energy goes into blame I won't be putting energy into supporting myself my energy will be going into blame and attack against the denial of blame uh, and the demonization of the other person and it won't be going into what can I do to support myself because of whatever has happened that has led to that change so there are my thoughts on that little archetypal journey that as I say I describe that often it doesn't reach that third stage where we just accept well that's what's happened so what do I need to do now sometimes in unresolved conflict situations it gets stuck at no actually it's you it's all your fault you are the cause of my difficulty even though at first I thought it was me then I saw through your manipulations and machinations that you were getting me to feel guilty when actually the person wasn't doing anything of the kind um, they were just doing their thing just being who they are uh, and it was all a kind of story I was telling myself and really it just is and so what can I do that finds that place of peace within myself that means okay things have changed what can I now do to support myself given that change um, and that could be anything it could be that I do decide to leave a situation or it could be that I'm able to adapt and adjust and support myself to stay in the situation and learn from it um, so again please let me know your thoughts about this please put your questions or comments in the section below please share this with anybody you think 
might be interested in this and please subscribe uh, to the YouTube channel and subscribe to the podcast and please also give a rating on the podcast if you like this um, and uh, I hope you join me again soon with more of my kind of considerations on conflict resolution and effective communication which are based on my observations of such things as a mediator and a conflict coach um, I hope you have a good day Thanks very much for listening. Thanks very much for watching. Bye bye.